you, but watching Lynn talk, I made a note that that's what a woman looks like when she rises rooted. Well done. Um, I heard a story last year that rocked my world, and it's a true story, so maybe you heard it too, but somewhere in Indonesia, geography is not my strength, somewhere there is a temple, and outside the temple there is this massive Buddha that is this ancient relic, and, and people have prayed at this Buddha for years, but it was old, and it was in need of repair, so they hired some art historians to come and to do some restoration work, and the people, the crews got there, and they started to move the Buddha, and it cracked. And they were like, oh, shit. What we came to fix, we, in fact, broke. And it was a rainy day, and they, so they sort of threw a blue tarp over the Buddha, in my imagination, my mind's eyes, and they said, we're going to deal with this shit tomorrow. <laughs> and they came out the next day, because it was in transit. They came out the next day and they took the, the sky, the sun was out and it was blue skies and they took the, the blue tarp off the Buddha and someone noticed there was like uh, something shining through one of the cracks and they're like, what the hell is that? So they dig in a little bit and they kind of pick away because it was broken anyway. So they're picking away at this thing and the shiny stuff that's coming through is getting bigger and bigger and bigger until someone's like, holy shit, it's solid gold inside the Buddha. That's what I said, I guess, because inside, and I kid you not, in of course a warring time or for theft, someone made the decision to literally cover the Buddha in shit. In like a, a combination of dung and, and, um, and mud and hay, and they encased this very valuable relic in shit. And it, 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 it has a whole new spin for me. It's a great story, right? I'd never heard of it. I, it, it puts a whole new light on Rumi's quote, uh, the, the crack or the wounds are where the light gets in. And I'm like, yeah, Rumi, and out. The cracks are where the light gets out as well. So you could hear that story, and I did. In fact, I'm like, well, let's get rid of the shit. Because, you know, shit is bad, and gold is good. And my, my therapist was the one who told me this. I'm like, let's go. Let's get rid of all that shit that's encasing my gold. But the more I thought about it, I started to think about, I did this experiment. Um, and you can find it on Instagram if you go back and scroll back through and you'll see my, track my whole journey there. But I did a 30-day, I never thought I would do this because I just don't do shit like this, a 30-day selfie experiment where I took a picture of what I was wearing every day for 30 days or thereabouts. And, and I wrote about it. And what was I dressing and who was I dressing for and what was that like? And it was an amazing experience that I never thought I'd do, but it brought me to this place of, it brought me so much, but it brought me to this a place of appreciating the, the need for outfitting as well as adorning. Outfitting and adorning. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I mean by both of those words. But there are these roles that I have, that I, I have tons of outfits for these roles. And they were given to me by my family of origin, and I happily raised my hand for them, and I accepted them. But I basically have two roles. I'm the joyful dork, so I fly my freak flag, and I will happily make an ass of myself. I love to make people laugh. And I have, you know, a Fonz t-shirt, and I am just, I am the dork. High school was so much fun for me. 
So I'm the joyful dork. That's what I do. I'm like golden retriever. And then the other role that I play is the angry warrior. And that's the side of me that's going to get in your face, and I'm going to lay it down. I'm from New Jersey, so I had some training in this. Lay it down. I'm going to call it like it is. I'm going to be the kid on the playground who's like, that's shit, that's wrong. You don't do that shit. And I will go to, and I just pull out my sword, and that's, I love that shit. I was born for that shit. So I have fried boots. I have, and I have them. I mean, I rock that shit. I, those are the things I outfit. And why do I do this? Because excessive amounts of joy in this society, that's threatening. Because we're a serious society. So I encase myself in shit all the time so I can move through my life with joy. And the anger thing, can we just talk about anger and women and what it's like? Oh, an angry woman is like the biggest threat there is, I think. So yeah, I've got outfits and I outfit that. But then one day, but I was thinking about my goals. So what are the, what's the gold inside me that sort of makes me cringe, makes me play small? Or what's the cracks in me? And when I was thinking about it, it swirls in a general eddy around three words. Sexy, beautiful, and feminine. Those are not things I ever have played with. My sister got those. So those are not things I've played with. And I, I was hanging out with a friend once, and she said the best quote, I can't remember, maybe it was Audrey Hepburn who said it, is find out who you are and adorn yourself accordingly. Adorn. Find out who you are and adorn yourself accordingly. And I loved that word adorn because when I outfit myself, I am fucking ready for a street fight. I am ready for a rumble. That's an outfit, you know? That's some armor. But when I adorn myself, it's like there's a regal. You feel the regal nature of that word. My shoulders go back. My chest goes open. And I, I do this. I assume the throne of my life with adorning. So there's something inherently feminine in this. And yet, how do I find my way back? I, I have no idea what that looks like. Until one day, I was walking down the street in the old port, and I saw this dress in a consignment shop. And I went in, and I, I, I just surprised myself and I picked it off the shelf and I went into the dressing room and I tried it on and I came out and the shopkeeper went oh my god that dress was made for you and I was like what who me and the other there were like five or six other women and they all turned and they looked at me at which point I was like I am not the woman in this dress you know this isn't this isn't yeah I have no reason to wear this I have no cause avert your eyes <laughs> there's nothing to see here I have no reason to get this. I don't have a wedding or a, 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 anything to go to. I'm, I have no reason to be in this dress. I went back in the dressing room, took it off, put it back on the hanger, and walked out the door. The next week, I ran into the friend who told me the adorning thing, and she said, Lael, you've got to go back and get that dress. And she's like, it's like Blue's Clues. Remember that? Blue's a clue, a clue. She's like, go back and get it because there's something there for you. And so I went back and I bought the dress and I hung it. I'll never forget this. I hung it in my office. So all my clients would see it when they came in. But it was hanging on a screen. And every day I would walk over to that dress and I would say, talk to me. Talk to me. What, what, are we, what the fuck do you want me to do with you? I have no idea, but you're something. And and. Three, fast forward three or four months later, and I find myself in that same office, in that dress, with a photo shoot for the cover of my book 
on the front of my book, I am on the front of my book doing this to everybody in many, many poses. And I had no idea, I had no plan for doing that. But right now, I'm sort of holding this paradox of I am who I show you I am. And then I'm also what lives inside me. So I am both the gold and I'm also the shit. Because shit grows good shit. It's compost, people, right? It keeps you whole in the journey. Beautiful things grow from shit. So I'm here today to take a stand for shit, just like we do for solid gold. Both are valued, and if you remembered in the story, both were actually worshipped. So that is my intention, to worship both of those of me. Our next speaker is on her own journey with that paradox of holding both of those. Please welcome to the stage and rise, if you will, to greet the magnificent Nadine Farag. 